supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it is, we the head honchos The number one pockets of reals and black hole We hitting hard, we got the balls, we at the top, whoa You tune in every Monday at night for your favorite show The Realization Hour, yeah, you know what we be on My interview, your favorite artist, play your favorite song Reporting live from NY, we up in every borough Not to mention we worldwide, got the game in the toko We keep it ish popping, how you love that? You up at Ellen, just kick back. We bout to get it poppin'. Is you ready yet? This show is for the real ones and the pretty ladies. Can't forget about my riffles and the project bass. It's the realization hour. Ooh, it's the realization hour. Ooh, it's the realization hour. Ooh, it's the realization hour. Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to, well, the rebranded version of what was known as the Rails Relaxation Hour, now known as the Relaxation Hour podcast. I'm your host, Rails, joined once again by my partner in crime, Black Hole. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's good, brother? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Before we get to the show started, uh, just want to send some get well wishes to my fiance. She's not feeling good. She's under the weather. You know, she tunes in usually every week. So just want her to feel better. And I'll be there to take care of her. Hey, you better feel better and tune into the show. It's because you're sick doesn't mean you can't watch, all right? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> she got a move. She got a She got a. <laughs> wow, wow. I still say, hey. Nah, get better, Marty. I hate, yo, listen, this being sick shit for the birds. I hate everything about it. Like, especially if you come from a person with a weak ass immune system, bro. I think NyQuil and Third Food began a lot of oh, money out of me. Oh, God bless her soul. God bless her soul. See, there she go. There she go. That's what I'm talking about. It's a rider right there. Between the good and the bad, right? I'm like, you, you be sick. Oh, my God, I'm sick. I can't do nothing. That's right. That's right. It shuts me down. Sorry. I'll be shut down, bro. Yes, you got to take I... your vitamins, man. You got to take your fish oils. But yeah, I can't see, probably. Fish oils, number one. Definitely take this. Helps the immune system. And... Gotta take your, your um we men now, so you definitely gotta take that. Live from the ER. You back goddamn, what the hell? Yeah, she went from urgent care to the ER today. That's ridiculous, man. Y'all first of all, y'all the only place I know that will take you and still be on some like yo, come to the hospital tomorrow. Like what I'm here for. Shit is crazy, man. What's going on with you, man? Chilling, bro. Chilling. Can't complain. Same old, same old. You know. Um, How feels being back in the gym, man? We back in the gym now and all that? Uh, feels amazing. I'm a little sore right now, but, you know, it felt good to get back in there. You know, I went in there today, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go in there. It's probably going to be a little empty. Let me take care of some business. And I walked in there, and it was packed. I was like, uh. It's going to be like that, bro. Like everybody, Everybody's on a mission now. Everybody's on a health mission because everybody realizes, I'm like, hey, listen, like, it's one life to live, man. Like you don't I mean, you wanna live it till you wanna get to a certain age, you want something like I bet, you know, especially with sorry to say us minorities, our expectancy is not that high, yo. Yeah. Especially like, coming from like our our parents' age to our age, our age difference is like what, sixty five tops? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so you know, plus I'm trying to be in Jamaica so she can rub my stomach and it's like half flat, flat washboard. I'm working on it. It's not it's not gonna get there though, but I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We stick to the plan we got going on. It'll get there. Yeah, probably sometime next year. But it'll get there eventually. Listen, man. We, listen, we working out. We back on the workout. We'll try it. Start tomorrow. We'll definitely try it. See uh-huh. how traveling, traveling shit goes. And you know we good. It's a start, right? It starts. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. That's the best way to do it, man. If you don't, if you don't start somewhere, then you ain't going to do it at all. Uh-huh. And I need, yeah. to, I need somebody to work out with. I, that, that's me. Yeah, I feel the same here. Um, so you was out this weekend, right? 
I need you to explain to the viewers those long stare, that stairway to hell that you posted on your Facebook page. Listen, this week my son, he wanted to go out to, um, you know, my son's a fascinated with trains. Like, he's like, I was a fascinated with trains growing up. Nah, he got me. He got to be. So you know what's crazy? I was fascinated with train maps. I was like one of those people who was like, I, I was one of those people that like wanted to literally take the train from get first stop to last stop. And then switch and do that. Um, I thought about doing that once. I probably did that probably three times on three separate trains. I did it with the um, I did it with the A train, did it with the five train, and I did it with the um, the six. So it's 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 A train is by far the longest train route of all. Uh, that's the one that goes up. That's the one that splits off, right? One goes to Rockaway, the other one goes somewhere else. They don't. Yeah, they go to Left Ridge. Left yes. Ridge is a short route with all the, the you know, used to be racist Italians used to live at. That's called Spade Spade. Because at one point, and a lot of people say this from the early '90s and down, that whole Ozone Park area, Howard Beach, wasn't good for us blacks, not at all. But yeah, goes to Left Ridge, and one go to Rockaway. So I started on Mont Avenue. So what I did, I did it unintentionally. I went through. I, I took the train down to Mont Avenue and came back and went mm-hmm. straight up. It takes up on a good day. It takes about hour forty-five. Like it's the, what, it's the what, a train from beginning stop to from yeah. beginning to end. Hour. That's the uh, yeah. That yeah. Okay. So yeah, two hours on a train can feel like eternity. Yeah, because you don't want you, you literally you just in one spot. You're not mm-hmm. sitting down. And at that time, I was I was younger too, so it ain't bothered me. I used to stand in front of the train, like that's when you had the glass door. You could see the tracks in front mm-hmm. of you. So that's not just do that shit. That was my shit, man. I used, that's why I used to love getting on the train. Now forget it. I hate it. I remember, I remember when my cousin was like in a group home and I had to go visit him, and we had to take the A train, and I remember okay. taking it to Rockaway. And I was like, yo, why is this train going over the water? I ain't yeah. never seen this shit before. And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. It scared me too. The first time, the, the part that really got me, I ain't care about the water part, is when the shit went down. It goes below the bridge first, and the water's like right there. And that's when it goes into the Rockaway side, the hood side. Like, yeah, you know. yeah. So... Well, yeah, man, it's not bad, man. But not as dumb steps right there it was Grand Central, the New Long Island um station. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, because uh. it's, it's under underground. It's like it's probably like I don't want to say two hundred. It's like two hundred feet underground. Yeah, imagine, like, imagine the escalator's not working, and they got no elevator. Oh, because me and my son walked that shit back and forth. Because when you go underground to the Long Island Railroad. You still have to go downstairs even more. So you have to go downstairs. If you go to Grand Central, you have to go downstairs to Grand Central with Metro Office. You have to go downstairs to like level three. Then you have to go downstairs on that long ass escalator. Then the tracks is downstairs even more. That's crazy. It is. It's nice though. It's nice. It looked new. That's like the newest thing I've ever seen in, you know, in New York at all for right now, especially train station wise. Because mm-hmm. Chamber Street still look like shit. They never fixed that train. Yo, station. son, Chamber Street looked like something out of one of those dirty, grungy old movies. It looked like it was flooded. They drained it and said, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to leave it how it is. This is going to represent the <laughs> Brooklyn. And that's exactly what it does. <laughs> he said it's going to represent the Brooklyn. <laughs> Listen, man, it is what it is, kid. It is what it is. I like how you got your background perfect. I ain't gonna lie. I got, you know what's crazy, time. bro? There's no green screen. That's not? No, it's because it's hey auntie. It's because um I because I, I downloaded the Firefox. Yeah. And because Firefox, they don't do the green screen thing, so it just happens to just look this way. I'm gonna have to download Firefox then. I'm gonna have to do that then. I keep forgetting, you know, our producer told told us to get Firefox, but I'll get it. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it just actually just looks like this, but I have no green screen behind me. No, it's just, just perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, behind my wall, behind me is just a wall. Oh no, that's perfect. I need to actually and, and um, let me get into that, man. 
Definitely need to do that. When it shows up, I'm going to download Firefox. Yeah, well, just, well, when it shows up, it's just figure it out because I think you don't really need it. But I think, I don't know, because, like I said, this is just, like, I have, like, one of those ring lights. So I have the light, and it's, like, just flashing. So I don't know if the light is helping, too. So we'll figure it out after the show because I'm not going to do it now and give my, my our viewers the wall. If I cut the light off and there's no green screen, there's no bright light. This is going to see a project wall. No. Listen, man, it's like that, man. It's all good. It's all good. So, what are we talking about today to the people, man? Because you already know it's already the nonsense threshold. That's what you're going to talk to when. No, no, first, before we do that, no, before we do that, before we get into sponsors, let's talk about this All Star game. Because you and I was texting a little bit through, through it. Like, and we, we both was just laughing because you texted me, like, yo, it was like, so all of a sudden everybody knows how to shoot now? I don't know who Facebook user is, but I'm gonna say yo. Yo, yo, was good. So yeah, so you know, you text me like during the middle of the game, like yo, also everybody knows how to shoot the basketball now. First of all, that shit was whack. All star game was trash, and it's whack that they put a cap on the score. Oh nobody yeah, takes, yeah, yeah. Nobody takes it serious no more, and it's just like it's like the Pro Bowl. Like everybody, they, they just go there just to do it. Like it's it's super trash. Whoever you are, Facebook user, thanks. Definitely appreciate it. Man, it, it was, that shit was so trash. Like, I'm watching this. Like, everybody's shooting threes. Like, I, like, layups was like, you got sense of shooting threes. I miss the days where you knew when the fourth quarter's coming. It's competitive. It was yes, sir. It, yeah. Yeah. You don't have that. Uh, Alora, what's up, Alora? Yeah. Alora, what it do? So, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, so it's like, yeah, because I watched it yesterday, too, and you just see all it looks like it's just, like, like you said, centers are, it's like centers are shooting threes and the, and the guards are the ones dunking the basketball. And this is why, honestly, this is why basketball is whack now. And this is why these kids don't know really how to play ball because they think it's just about threes, threes, threes. Yes, the NBA has grown. They're growing weaker, but they're growing safer, just like the NFL. But, yo, mm-hmm. honestly, it was no game playing there. I had better game playing in 2K. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, in 2K, we can't make shots for nothing. Listen, man, I don't want to talk about you. You already see my over 20 today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those who know, if you, if you guys played 2K23, we played a game earlier. It was me and him and one of our other people's troop. Oh, and, and country. Yo, this dude could not make a shot for anything. It was so bad. He literally went over 20 to the point that the game itself kicked him out of the matchup. Like, they, they quit for him. It was that bad, guys. It was that bad. It was really bad. This is why I'm a Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty in Madden. You want multiplayer? You want to see me in those? See me in those. 2K, I can't stand to. When if 2K take out that stupid shot meter completely mm-hmm. and let you shoot regular, I'll, I'll be good. I don't know who. I don't know who sat in the office like, yo, you know what 2K missing? Shot meter. Let's add it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like. That was really hilarious. It was funny. I couldn't make a layup. I'm wide open making a layup. Yo, I'm sitting at the three-point line with my imaginary seven-foot center that can shoot threes, and he wants to go into the layups and miss everything. It was it was hilarious. Like I wish I could have took clips of that. I should have I should have streamed that. But the game before that, though, I'm dunking, laying yeah. up. I'm doing all types of shit. Now it's hilarious. Hilarious. Screw 2K, screw 2K sports. Whoever make 2K screw you, do a better job in the game. All right, how about that? Bring back NBA Live. Oh, Mr. Producer, by the way, um, can you can you go back to the way it used to be and have the comments pop up on the screen, please, so our other viewers can see the comments as they as they come in, as opposed to just hearing us talk. That'd be greatly appreciated. Producer, extraordinaire. Nah, thank Lord, don't play. Don't you. play too okay. Thank Not you. Thank you. Appreciate that, producer. You know, I'm, you know, I'm type blind. You know, I gotta see those just up front. What's wrong with you? Nah, you black. Well, you ain't see black yet, cause now like Blacko's whole face is in the screen yet. So, what you mean? I, I listen. You want me to say like this? I'm, yeah. I don't want to show the world my tie. You know, as they call it, Barrymore's. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm tired right now. You got to watch the All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But shout out to the sponsor, Bobby D Customs. If you guys want to, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I'm going to make a poster. I'm going to make a play right now, right? If you guys are looking to sponsor the, the number one rated show on the, the Evening Rush Network, 
you know, if you guys are looking to get a sponsor, you got a business, if you got a clothing line, if you got a hair product business, if you want to sell Bluetooth, I don't care. If you guys look, look you gotta get your program, you gotta get your endorsements in any way you can. I ain't gonna front. We do need them. We definitely do need a Bluetooth. Everybody got a Bluetooth endorsement. We need to get that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need to get that Bluetooth endorsement because I, I, I need that. I need parts of that. So, <laughs> for personal reasons. Listen, sometimes you gotta look like once, baby. Blue, Bluetooth and Henny. Oh, oh, nigga, you trying to kill yourself. All right, trying to have a good night. Yeah, you, you stupid. But yeah, shout out to the sponsors, Bobby D Customs. Shout outs to 2920 Clothing. Um, Bobby D Customs, hit him up on IG at Bobby D Customs if you're looking, because right now I see he's starting to put up a lot more stuff. So the spring the spring clothing line for him is coming up. So make sure you hit him up on IG, Bobby D Customs. Um, so the topic for tonight. What's the topic for tonight, my brother? The youth. Are they broken? Or are they misguided? And and that's right. That that right there is that's a question and a statement. So, but we gonna dive into that though. Can we what? Yeah, we stupid. can. We, we can endorse that too. Listen, I'm listen. I'm I'm a big guy. My damn self, man. I, listen, yeah, because Black was definitely talked about getting a tummy tuck as well. Like he's definitely hit me up on the side talking about. Like, I don't know. He said something about going to DR, but I don't think you can tell me touching DR. I don't know, but I, like, I've been trying to talk him out of it. That's why I got him in the gym again. Cause I, I told him, like, you don't need, you don't need to do all that. You're a whole lot. Let me say something to y'all. I ain't never talked about no tummy tuck walks. I've been, it seems like I've been winning since being bigger than I was smaller. So, oh, you're stupid. I'm, you're I'm good. This, 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 this stomach here. Yeah. It's been MVP some, quite some time in my life. Just say, do they come? Do they rep, do they come down the street and be like, "Yo, can I rub your belly?" They they going to? Nah, I'm a, listen, I'm changed man, man. I can't have nobody just rub my stomach like that. Might catch a charge that day. You stupid. You're <laughs> gonna have a stomach in the next like six to eight months. Remember? Nah, I'm having stomach, be listen. Stomach ain't going nowhere. I'm, I'm just trying to get down to like 240, 250. That's it. Now, bro, you gonna get this? You gonna get the, the the two and a half pack? I got you. That's fine. I can get that. I'm with it. I got you, bro. I got you. So back to hey, your thank topic. You, hey, thank you. <laughs> so back to your topic, the mis, uh, the youth misguided or broken. Um, actually, it's a really good topic when you brought it to our attention. Um, it's 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 tough to answer that question because I think a lot of it might have to depend on your upbringing as well. Don't you think? No. You don't think so? Yeah. Yeah. So actually, yes. Because at the end of the day, like upbringing wise, that probably be on the, the broken side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We think of stuff like that. That probably be more so, more so on the um, on the broken side because um, you if you grow up a certain way, you're gonna either catch on to your environment. Like that's why you mm-hmm. got to call yourself the quote unquote product of their environment. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's not true. Let's look at me and you. Me and you grew up in the hood. I grew up in three different neighborhoods. If I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But you grew up, you grew up in one of the toughest neighborhoods as well. So let's not even, you know, let's not even just like trying to bust that shit aside. Because it makes people speak about the Bronx. Your neighborhood is definitely top five in, in, in tough neighborhoods. Sure, that's not what YouTube said. Uh, YouTube, don't be, I don't know who put the YouTube shit out. YouTube, first of all, YouTube, YouTube got your neighborhood number two and my fiance's neighborhood number one. Because of the youth. <laughs> yeah, see, my, t- my neighborhood's not even in the top ten. So I'm probably like, in, I'm probably in the top ten safest hoods probably. Yeah, that's a lie because simple fact your hood is definitely uh, a breeding ground for a certain gang, you know, out over there. You know what I'm saying? Same thing like Monty well, at one point. So hey, for all those who don't really know about the Bronx, we're gonna break it down to you. The Bronx is heavily, heavily gang infested. And that's happened over the past 10, 10 to twelve years. Nah, so, before that, bro. Because no, they no, started no. it started. Well, it's worse now, but it was started like honestly, probably like '96. Nah, '96. I can't say. I mean, I'm talking about blue and red wires. Blue, red. Blue, okay, red, so red wires, red wires. To me, I started getting more introduced into red wires of it all in like '96. Because like when I first started going to high school, they were like, "Oh, be careful," because you know people are gonna come up to you and ask you what time it is. You're gonna look at your clock, and then they're gonna slash you in the face. 
So be careful. Because that was big at that point, like the initiation. Well, not see, yeah, that's that, that that's another that's another thing of course of mixed guidance because um a lot of people don't know about that. That wasn't supposed to happen. You know what I'm saying? That that was what well, that was that was when an old older gentleman coming home. I'm not I'm not just saying one person. Older gentleman come with spreading lies of initiation. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying the whole slashing thing, that that's a jail metaphor. So you hear somebody say they was in jail, they went gun for gun. They're talking about knife for knife, razor for razor. That's gun oh. for gun. So what they did, they brought that to the streets. So, oh, you got initiated by this and the third, because that's what they was doing in jail. That was they that was they started attacking in jail. But as things started to change, you you get the jump in, you get the beatings, you get the jump in to see if you can hold your own in case you get jumped in the street. But oh. you, had, you had people you had people spreading false lies and narratives. Oh no, you gotta cut a person to be down. You know what I'm saying? So that was the misguiding bullshit that happened. And I'm not gonna lie, a lot a lot of people got a, a lot of people got a trouble behind that because they start cutting anybody. And if you was cutting somebody, it had to be a rival. At that time, it was mostly that Lion King and Niathas. Crips wasn't here yet. So that Actually, was, so that was, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry, if, if it's if it's me looking down at my phone, I'm, I'm sorry, viewers, it's just me texting my girl just to make sure she okay because she in the ER. Oh, no, that's so, all right. It's all good. They, they, they um, so it wasn't always supposed to be like slashing random people. Because that, that, per, that was the perception that even the news was putting it as like, yeah, oh, it's rent. Because the news didn't understand what was going on at that time. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody, know, nobody understand what it was. Because the 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 red light style spread it so fast. It wasn't mm-hmm. not supposed to leave the jails. It was, it was a jail thing at first. That's why they wasn't calling each other bloods. At Thanks, Katie. They was calling each United Blood Nation. They wasn't that the blood thing didn't happen yet. When 96 came around, that's when they started to spread. All right, we're going to switch from UBN, you know, and everything. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm not telling y'all the full anatomy of what I'm talking about because I can't give you everything. You know what I'm saying? So the whole blood thing, it happened, yes. But the whole cutting was supposed to happen. You were cut somebody, you cut a rifle. Plain and simple. Mm. Plain and simple. It mm. wasn't no random, but you cut them random for. Randoms not gangbangers or not gang members. So what was the whole point? So what was the whole perception of, oh, go ask a stranger what time it is, and then and when they go to look down, they slash you. That's what it was. False narrative, misguidedness, and this, 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 this. And honestly speaking, think about it. I was a youth when that came out. Mm-hmm. You was a youth. Yeah. When that came out, and what happened? The youth ate it up. Clock. It was something that was strong at the time. It was un- basically unbeatable at the time, because around that time they basically won the war against the Black Kings. Mm-hmm. The walls, the walls dying down. You had kings now going on becoming bloods because they was losing the they, they was losing the war. You know what I'm saying? But thinking about it is the whole shit was a jail thing. It sucks. It's a jail thing. That's why right now you don't hear nobody think about it. After two thousand and one, two, you stop hearing about the initiation of slashings. Cause you had leaders calling to the streets like, yo, who 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 the F did this? Who the F did that? Who who misguiding these youth about this is what it is. So that's 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 basically what that is. It's, it's all they did was called honestly all the slashing did was cause another gang, the merge of the Christians. Mm. And they became <laughs> you see how they bugging out. They've been here before, but with all the slashing, what it did was cause people to join a rival gang just to combat the bloods. But nobody's gonna so, admit that. So let me ask you a t- question: When it comes to today's youth, right? What is yeah. what do you think is the biggest reason for them being misguided or broken? Um, for mis- being misguided, like maybe on the gang thing. Um, most of them misguided because they misguided. When they, oh, excuse me. When teens are misguided, especially the youth, they seem to they gravitate towards street life. Always, street life was their biggest. That's what that's what that's what grabs them by the neck, your minds, and only because the fast life, money, cars, 
women, it's easier to get to than rather just going to fill out education out, getting a job, finish school. They feel they don't need these things. They feel they don't need a job. Why should I work 40 hours a week to make, you know, depending on where they work at, let's say like 700 a week, where I could go on the streets, potentially sell this, get this Jeep back from the big homie who also is part of this misguidance to the youth, plug into their mind. Yo, listen, why you can't get a job? That's crazy. Come over here. Come under my wing. You work for me. You could get this. You see what I got? Honestly, it goes a long way. Street life has a grip. And I don't think what I what I don't think that the youth understands at first is that when that big homie gets them under their wing, that takes a lot of the pressure off the big homie. Now, that now goes that pressure now goes onto that 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 youth. For example, I give you an example because you looked at me like kind of didn't know what I was saying. So let me no, let no, me no, like no, no. I, I was actually doing like this. My head, my head sweating. Oh, I thought you were saluting me. All right, never mind. But um, <laughs> nah. But you but you get where I'm coming from, right? So in terms of the being on the street doing what he's doing now, he got the kid to do it. Yeah. So all that he gets on the kid, the big homie now is, can just sit back and have that kid work for him. Yes, true. And and that, in all actuality, the selling drugs on the street sometimes like that when it comes to that is like nothing more than like a it's a it's a hood three sixty deal. Yes, it is because think about it. Let's say like pipe to the street. Let's say me and you we establish in the streets. We don't. We got the cars. We got the women. We got the money. We got the jewelry. We got the respect. You know what I'm saying? That right there, when they uh, somebody sees, so when somebody don't have that, see that, and they see you a good person, they're gonna gravitate to you. They're gonna want what you want. Either they're gonna try to get it themselves, or they're gonna look for a way to get your attention, so you give it to them. Mm-hmm. They're misguided by the luxuries of what you have, but don't know the backstory of how you got it. You may be. Tr- tried to get a job shit ain't work out for you and like i'm not saying everybody is misguided especially the ones that have it some tried some legitly tried so in fact that's speaking of the people that tried that's let's take it back to the 70s like the guys like the nikki bonds the guy fish and all that they had it rough a lot of people didn't know guys like nikki bonds was dope heads he was the user he went to jail, cleaned his act up. He seen how much money he could make. And what happened? People gravitated. And he misguided them. This is what I'm saying. It's people like that. A lot of people don't saying like, us blacks might be drug dealers, but sometimes they, there's a point. They're important to the history. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but that I'm, I'm sorry to deviate that. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to give y'all like the insight of how things can go. Not just the youth could be misguided because these drug dealers have grown adults that's with them that want the same thing. And let's be clear, and, like not all youth is misguided or broken. You know, some of these kids look up to athletes. Some of them, you know, and I think a lot of the times I think when kids realize they can't reach the status or the level of a certain athlete may tend to take them into the negative direction. Let me, let me ask you something, bro, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm piggyback something off this. And I want you and the people that watch to answer this. What's the most broken promise and misguided thing we are taught in the hood that when it doesn't work, we deviate? Um, it's a sport. And, 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 and it's a sport. Uh, you can play basketball. But, in, but see, the kids... Yeah, but then it's also messed up, too, because... A kid's a kid's biggest hopes out the hood is I can either be a basketball player or a rapper. And guess what? Before that, it used to be three. It used to be four. Get a good education, get a job. Play sports, you can make it out. What's the what's the other way you just said? A um, rapper, right? A rapper, right. I can make it out. I can sell drugs and make it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now you tell a kid to play ball, it's like he 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 struck, he's playing ball, that's his dedication. He don't make it. Then what? He's, he's, he's discouraged. Now, now he's now, gonna now, think now, about drugs. Now he's discouraged. Now he realized he wasted his time. In his mind, he felt he wasted his time playing ball, doing all of that. It ain't work. Don said he wanted to be a bus driver. Somehow, 
and I don't want to joke on you, Don, but somehow you look like you could have really been a good bus driver. I mean, but I mean, I, I look, I, I joke with you, Don, and I'm not mad at you for wanting to be a bus driver, but I'm glad you're not. Because if you would have been a bus driver, you wouldn't have been owning the Evening Rush Network and you wouldn't have had your number one show on the network. So I'm glad that you did be a bus driver. But yeah, you look like you could have drove like any Brooklyn bus and probably would have been on your way out to retirement right now. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, man, like shit like that, man. Like even the most positive thing being told to you can misguide you for simple fact. If you don't get it, it'll break your mental. And once, it, once your mental is broken, then that's it. KD said mental and physical health is a priority in the household and community. When that's poor, it's a bad chain reaction in the household and community. And um, that's right. And that right there is what you call, um, what's the, um, that's called broken. Mm-hmm. See, okay. See, in my household, right, there was no mental and physical. You know, a lot of I people. My, look, I got my ass whipped. Yeah, me too. But a lot of us look at it too. Like you got to look at it, right? And and I'll speak on this before we go to break. Some of us have parents who got up and you know did whatever they needed to do to make it work. Whether it be my mom, for example, getting up at like two and wait, no, getting up at getting out the house at like six in the morning when I first started school, which then meant that she had people down the hall take me to school and get me ready for school and all that. So then her switching work at night to where, you know, I would be at home at night while she went to work at night. And then I had to get up and get ready for school and stuff like that. When you see if you some people see that hard work ethic and be like, I want that. I want to be just like that. Yeah. You know, I could have easily fell into a situation where, you know, she wasn't home at night. I could have been outside and running the street. She wouldn't know nothing. But, you know, at the same time, she's going to beat my ass if I would have if she would have found out. So I wasn't going to do that. But, you know, it makes you want to work harder. And even like. When I graduated high school, she was like, look, you have two options. Because she asked me, like, do you want to go to college? And I'm like, I don't really feel like I like I feel like high school burned me out. She's like, all right, fine. You got two options. Either you're going to go to school or you're going to go to work. But you ain't going to sit here and do nothing. And, you know, she helped me find my first job. So, you know, at the end of the day, she was determined, like, look, you're going to do something. You're not going to sit in there and do absolutely nothing. And you don't have a lot of parents that will treat you that way. Some parents that just sit there and just be like, okay, cool. Like, you don't want to do nothing? You grown, get that out. But see, you see how you have the respect. But see, right there, you have the respect for your moms. You're gonna be on like, all right, you gave me two options. These, especially nowadays, a lot of these kids don't give their parents keyword, they don't give their parents that option what they're gonna tell to do. Most of the time, their parents don't give a shit of what their kid is doing until something happens to them. Then it's like, oh my god, my baby, my baby. Yeah, but when your baby's out doing certain shit, where were you? Now, I'm not going to say I act like I'm I'm the the modern grade-A parent. No, because my son was outside doing shit, and, you know, I didn't know what he was doing until me and him had certain conversations. And I was just like, uh, I figured that. He, and I told myself I wasn't mad at you. I said, at the end of the day, you're going to experience some things I can't shield you from. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't shielded from that. I went outside. It wasn't like my mom told me I was going to go outside and get into certain things. She told me, go outside playing with your friends. But the same token, me and my friends was getting to some shit that you know, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I say. They could tell you go out and play with your friends, but what do they? But what is your friends into? Bro, that's why I used to tell moms all the time. When I'm outside, you don't know what I'm doing. I'm not doing nothing to disrespect you. No. At the end of the day, especially coming up, I'm in that experiment age. Especially the, the, when I start traveling, it was over. Mm-hmm. Once you start letting me get in the train, go by myself and all that, it was you can about about what. What I'm doing? Mm-hmm. You skipped that. Okay, Don said I'm gonna say this last. I'm gonna say these last two comments from Don before we go to break. So the first comment was, "Yep, go to the streets if you don't want to listen." Two, these kids have too. These kids have too much say now. They don't respect their parents. Facts. Okay, and once again, now you got to look at, but whose fault is that? Bro, I don't play yeah. with my mom to this day. Yo, bro, bro, I I don't play with my mom's either. Like I joke with her, but I know when to chill, and. You know, I have family members who have kids who their kids are just into too much of the grown stuff. I and it's like, kids. no, it's not even about being bad, but at, but sometimes your kids shouldn't be, there's a lot of things that kids should not be like subjected to hear or see or even have a say so at a certain age. 
This is the problem right now, bro. This is the, when we come for break, we're gonna talk about that. Let's say that for that for the break. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. Um, if you're looking to start a podcast on the Evening Rush Network, if you too want to aspire to be one of the number one, well, you're not gonna be number one, but if you too want to aspire to be the number third show on the Evening Rush Network behind the Relaxation Hour and the Art of the Finish Wrestling Podcast, and you're looking for a podcast to start on the Evening Rush Network, this is how you do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Even Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Get to it. Welcome. Well, 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 sorry, guys. We're back. The Relaxation Hour podcast. We're back. This is going to take some time getting used to that, saying that, too, because um, I'm just so used for so long saying Rose Relaxation Hour. But, um, yeah, but welcome back. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about before the break, Michael? We talking about um, how these kids got too much of a say so, and yeah. how they um how they shouldn't be privy basically to things they hear. Bro, I remember being younger, and me and my cousin being younger, and trying to think we were grown, and try to get into grown people conversations. And my mom would plenty of times be like, "Yo, um, stay in the child's place." Like, facts. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 at that time, telling me to stay in the child's place, I did never to say no slick shit back to her. Never. But nowadays you see these kids are like, yo, okay. So when I would let me ask you a question, and I want your honest opinion on this. And I want and I want the viewers too as well. Do you think parents got softer in terms of treating how they treat their kids? Because when we were growing up, we got our ass with. Yes. Now these kids get put on timeouts. I've seen a woman tell her son, No, you can't do this. You're going on time out. And he just cried and dragged himself. And I'm like, I remember one time, and this is going to be funny. I remember one time, because you know I have my love for professional wrestling. I remember one time, me and my mom had to go somewhere. And this was when wrestling used to come on at 12 o'clock on Saturday. And, bro, I was on that 41 bus crying because I didn't get to watch wrestling. And when we got off that bus on on 3rd Avenue, my mother was like, yo, if you keep crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. And I shut the fuck up quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's not like that no more, bro. Like, nowadays, these kids tell these parents what to do. Bro, I could break so much down. We're we, we gonna do it. We're gonna break some. We're gonna break it down to like why, why, why things is what. That's I want to ask Don. Let me ask you. I'm sorry. I want to ask Don. Don, you have what eight, nine kids, right? I just want to know. And because you, because your kids range in, in ages from like. Because you from where your oldest son is to your youngest kids, have your parenting changed in terms of how you discipline them? Has their respect level for you changed in terms of how your oldest to your youngest? Like, I'm curious because, like, Don might be the perfect example to ask that question only because of, like I said, the way his kids' ages range. Because that's you're talking about our generation to now a different type of generation. So, do you feel like you had to discipline your kids differently? Um, than you did, you know, back then than you do now. All right, I can ask you the same question, too, because what your oldest is what? Black Hole? Yeah. Uh, 17. And your youngest is? 11. 
So, do you discipline them differently? Um. Well, all right. My my eleven year old, he's just he's soft. <laughs> That's my baby boy, but he's very timid. I could just yell at him. Go, he'll he's done. He's yeah, don't say don't say nothing. Changed. They all get it. Facts. <laughs> you know, my my is my my oldest one is the one that tests the waters a lot. So he got it much different than my eleven year old. My eleven year old, he watched. He's seen like okay, I know not to do that. But he has his moments. They test their moms more than they test me though. Mm. Yeah, cause she's she's polite. <laughs> nah, not me. Not I mean, me that, that, that also that also goes to you being broken and misguided too, because it's, you know some some kids don't grow up in a you know in a two family home. So let's just say for example, let's just say for example, you let's just say for example you you have your kids through the school year, but let's just say your baby mom have your kids like for the summer, right? Mm-hmm. You could teach your kids all the things about life and discipline, and they can be a certain way. From September to June, yeah. and then she can go. They can go with her from June to the beginning of September, and come back. And it's like everything you taught them is totally undone, and now you got to do it all over again. If you two are not on the same page, that's true. That that is true, though. But but, but one thing about my kids' mom, like she respects the way I parent, like I respect the way she parent. Mm-hmm. We definitely have our differences, or sometimes on how we parent. Like she's much more softer, you know, with them understanding. I'm understanding, but also I'm I'm firm. You know what I'm saying? If you get it, what I'm saying, like I'm firm, but I'm understanding. I have my own ways to understand it because some mm-hmm. fact is, and like you said, it's the way I'm brought up. Mm-hmm. I, I brought up sometimes, you know, back in the day, I was parent, parents always thought kids were lying. I grew up in that time. I bet on my the waters, the waters, the sky's blue. You're lying. I grew up in that type of time. So, but them is, I'm not gonna lie, some of that shit. You know, it rubbed off on when I was kidding, it almost rubbed off on them. So I had to change that. Like, nah, can't do that. That's why sometimes, as us as adults, we have to apologize for our kids for our past trauma. And I did. I sat down with my kids. I didn't want to misguide my kids in the wrong direction, which almost happened with my oldest one. Because, you know, me and him, we had a conversation. And that conversation we had actually misguided him to want to follow that pursuit. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not telling you that to follow me. I'm telling you this not to follow mm-hmm. The youth, the youth can also be misguided too through things that they see in their household, in a two-parent household. For yes. example, uh, for if let's just say if a, if a if a kid grew up in an abusive home, whatever the case may be, they may take that trauma with them, um, and they may instill that into their kids. Bro, you know what these these youth these young couples probably go through more physical relationships than, than we've people. ever did bro ever did i had i had a young i had a young couple in my building right this had to be like three four years ago and i had to really tell so he's and he's to violate his girl follow her kick her out when it's cold outside no jacket and one day i heard it, i'm like yo what the fuck are you doing she now nah, she gotta respect me my nigga you only like 2021 20, what, what is wrong with y'all but like, what, what, what are you talking about? She got to respect you. Like, what, like, what's going on in your mind frame that make you feel like this is what it is? But it's just like you just said, this is shit they probably seen in their household. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yeah. You, the, the, what you just said about, like, he got to respect her. Like, and then I guarantee you, if you sit there and you'd be like, yo, what is it that she, like, what does she do that you feel like she needs to respect you? Guarantee you, nine out of ten times, his answer is probably something real stupid. Nick said she, bro, he told me she talked back. She talked what? back to me, you know, she, I don't like the way how she acts sometimes. I'm like, so you you think physically, harming her physically is what's gonna do? Like you you wrong. So then like now if now it becomes like if you hit her, now nah, I'm not gonna be on something like you hit her, I'm gonna hit you type shit because simple fact, I don't know what goes on the house. So the only reason I react to it because it was outside my window. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. I don't know what people do in their households. Bro, you could you could be the one to stop in the middle of that shit and then they'll jump you. Like you like it, sometimes it sucks because we get stuck in a situation like if we see an abusive couple, right? And this is a little off topic, but if we see an abusive couple and you see a dude beating on his girl and you feel the need to try to want to step in and kind of just be like, yo, that's not cool, she fucking around, turn around and stab you. True. Because we true. know we've seen that before. It's it's happened in stories, like we've seen it in the news. Like, so it's like at what point do you step in? But then that's also goes to like 
Nobody taught this youth like putting your hands on a woman is corny. But also nobody taught women putting their hands on a man is exactly absolutely, absolutely. Because a lot of women feel like they can put their hands on a man and nothing's supposed to happen. In fact, that shit goes out the window. First of all, ladies, oh. and this uh, this is the worldwide. Bro, stereotypes. There is a I'm sorry, cut you up. Here is uh here is the the, the, the cheat code, ladies. If you put your hand on a man, he puts his hand on you, and you call the cops, guess who's going to jail? Both of y'all. Yeah. They don't so he got to weird, Which is weird. Like, you know, it, like I had a discussion with somebody on IG the other day, or a group, in the comment section. Because we saw about self-defense in New York. Once again, I always tell y'all, New York self-defense is really any. But they was telling me it is self-defense. So we had that conversation about it. it was, I was like, damn, that's that's... Okay, now I know. But like you just said, both of both you going to jail. If I defend myself from her attacking me, because let's not get it twisted. There is abuse relationships where men go through abuse and the women be love. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. But yeah, but pretty much is pretty much is the woman feels like she could put her hands on a dude, he put his hands back, and then she go crying to the cops like, Oh, he hit me. But if that dude says, Yo, you hit me too, yeah, both going to jail. <laughs> Bro, but look, you gotta look at it, what's going on, like especially with the kid. With the kid, I wish you this, this could be like a two hour conversation. You know what I'm saying? These kids nowadays, it's just they're just so I'm not gonna say they're so far gone, but they're torn into two. Like, like, let's say, I, like, yes, other day I was looking at the news, they say the dropout rate is 30 percent in New York City alone. 30 percent that's ridiculous. These kids don't even go to school like that, no, they do go to school, and that's another thing I read about when they go to school. They're gangbanging in school. Just this last week, a kid got stabbed in his stomach. His guts, his, his intestines hanging outside his, his high school. What's that? The, the, when September school first started, three kids got shot in three different schools. It's like, what's really going on that y'all just forget about the educate that they forget about the education level that they just go straight for the violence. Now, don't get it. Don't get me twisted. Don't get it twisted. When I went to school, it was, it was violence. Yes. But it wasn't violence when stabbings happened shootouts happen you really really somebody had a gun really but now they it's just, it's just so far going like this is what's going on just the other day it was saturday a 15 year old got shot standing on the corner and all this always happens in bronx and brooklyn i'm not gonna say blame it on the burnt rules i'm not gonna say blame it on the parents because well, we don't know what the hell these kids are doing once they outside majority of these kids now i get at least 70 percent of these teens to young adults right now are active gang members. Active gang members. And like we spoke in this whole same the same gang thing earlier about the misguiding this. There's no more older gang members who sitting them down and telling them like, yo, listen, this is what it is. I speak to older gang members. I know founders. I know people who's a gang who actually not gang who was gang bangers who are gang members who just also I'm good. And they'll straight tell you. You can't talk to these young kids because simple fact they're not trying to hear nothing. So when people when you see all these, these active violence going on, this is just what it is. It's these clicks and crews. They might have the blood banded behind or the crypt banded behind their back, but they just little clicks and crews. They're not fighting over territory. You look at one of the little motherfuckers wrong, they're gonna do something to you. And like Don said in the comment, the respect level is gone. Remember back in the day. Women, children, civilians, all that shit, it, it's out the window nowadays. You getting the shootout, you about to shoot somebody, you see kids in the street, you ain't, you supposed to stop. They don't do that these days, bro. All that shit is done. It's like they're so, mis, they're so misguided by their wrongdoings that they think it's correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, and, and about being broken. Yes, there's a lot of broken homes, a lot of children out there that's broken. They be broken from bullying, broken for things they don't have, broken from the lack of love, the lack of guidance. Like so many things can break their little mental down that's gonna misguide, it's gonna guide them to the wrong things in life that they feel is and once once somebody feels the wrong thing is correct, you can't tell them nothing. Yep. Especially if they especially if they suffer no repercussion from it. A lot of them don't know what repercussions is. They're not educated on repercussions. All the only repercussions they know about is get backs. That's that's the only repercussion they know. If something happens to one of their friends or one of them, that's the only repercussion they know. They don't know about anything else that happens to them. Like, oh shit, hold on, I shouldn't do that. They don't think before they act. 
because they think mm-hmm. we're back, the violence level will not be down. Just, well, we're in, we're in February right now. Look how many teams, if you look at the news, look how many in New York City alone, look how many teams have been stabbed, shot, and they're not, it's not even being dead, just stabbed, shot, killed, all within the school year. The school year only be active for four months. Mm-hmm. And all the violence that happens is around school time. It's not around the nighttime. First of all, when I see that little 16-year-old kid that got shot, my thing was, well, he's doing outside 1130 at night, or 2 o'clock in the morning. 16, yeah. I was outside, but by a certain time, my ass is in the house. Facts. These parents don't enforce the rules. Like, just such a time, get your ass in the house. You know what the problem with that, too? And I think a lot of that, I don't think a lot of people, a lot we don't talk about when it comes to that as well. A lot of these parents don't enforce the rules with these kids because a lot of these parents are kids themselves. Yeah. Think about how many of these parents are actually probably like our age, raising 16 17 year olds you understand what i'm saying like a lot of these parents are having kids at a young age so when they have their kids when they get to a certain age they feel like they want to start to live their life again they don't worry about their own kids anymore yeah bro like for instance a lot of people don't understand this like you gotta be so about the gang thing earlier like the night and all that a lot of a lot of people that was gang members in the 90s or 2000s parents now a lot of their kids teens so what you know what is gonna happen guess what now they're gonna hit the stories of especially if their parents active they're gonna hear the story about their parents gang banging gang member and know what it is now the gang says it's a fat is what's that shit called fake or fashion whatever that shit's called now it's not a, a fascist yeah it's not about the unity that when it first when it first started what it was especially on here on the east coast east coast when the blood things first started it's about strength it's about strengthening them and the protection mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that shit is way far gone now it's not about that no more. It's not about that no more. A lot of people like the, the one of the one of the, the most things that ever came out of gang shit out of the whole blood thing, it united boroughs with each other. When Brooklyn when remember Bronx and Harlem didn't get along with Brooklyn and Queens. None of that shit. It's all, all beef. You couldn't go to Brooklyn and not get it said all oh, once that happened, unity happened. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't look at it like that. Nowadays that shit is broken. Power struggle. Everybody wanna be the best. Your neighborhood was definitely one of the part of the power struggle. My neighborhood was definitely part of the power struggle. Your fiance neighborhood was definitely part of the power struggle of what's going on within that whole nation. You know what I'm saying? So but and these kids and these kids hear about these stories and they and they don't hear they don't hear the factual story. They hear the remix story of somebody that from somebody from somebody that from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's like me for instance I wasn't there when when Bloods of Chris first started. I only heard about it, but nobody's gonna tell you the hundred percent thing of when it happened. They're gonna tell you the version of what happened, and they're gonna tell you their version of what happened. Because somehow they're gonna throw themselves in the mix and make it sound good, and boom, and that story will get trickled down. This is why you have, this is why you have the blood shit in the streets when it happened. People came home had, had their own story of what was going on in the streets. Because remember, back in the day, internet was not like that time. And nobody knew what the whole gang shit was. So what it was, people was putting their face on names that didn't belong to them. Mm. Now you misguided. So when these, when these, when these, at the time, when these youth doing certain shit, it's like, oh, such and such told me to do this. Meanwhile, such a, such and such is sitting up upstate doing about 20. About to get extra time because his name in the street because mm-hmm. y'all was told to do such such with such such name. Like people don't that that's you call consequences of doing certain things. This is why you get these gang leaders who come out, they speak on the internet, they do podcasting now, but people are not trying to hear what they say no more because of the fact their time is gone. That's how they look at it. Your time is gone, this is our time. We're not trying to hear nothing when nobody trying to say. Now, guess what? They're the big now that the youth is the big homies to the little ones that's coming up. Yep. But the, but the only difference is now, guys like the our generation is actually being more parents hands on because we don't want our kids to follow suit or what's going on the street. Because these little these little bastards, and I'm gonna say that these little bastards don't respect the rules. Remember back in the day, if a shootout about to happen, your goal stays. Such it's about to go down. Goes this. You don't need to be out here right about now. 
nowadays these little motherfuckers they shoot any and every way without look, especially when they shoot like this. Yep. And that's what you know. Like and bullets have no name. And besides bullets not having no name, and guess what? That's another misguided um thing of being a shooter. Everybody think being a shooter gives them power. It does give them power, but guess what? You if you're known out here to being a shooter. Yeah, you're gonna have the power. People are gonna fear you. Fear is one of the biggest misguided things anybody can have. Fear, deceit, and money, mm-hmm. and power is that shit will misguide you into uh, to the abyss. It's gonna fill your hunger, and it's also at the same time if you don't have, if you feel you don't have enough power, you feel you don't have enough money. Guess what? It's gonna fill your anger till you wanna go get more. Now you're still doing the misguiding shit, and people are gonna follow. People want to follow suit. What you doing? Why could somebody want to be like you until you end up dead? So, yeah, she would. <laughs> I've seen, yo, know, bro. I've seen conversations with other kids, but she'd be like, "You said what?" And they'd be like, ooh, ooh. "They need that." <laughs> bro, I do that with my son. My son be talking gang. My son would talk gang stuff to me no more. And we'll look out. Now look at. You talking gang stuff it. to you? Yeah, you know, you know what it is, because and when he was at his friends is part of it, whatever. Because I'm Connecticut at the time, so Connecticut is still still so backwards. At, at, at a point, it was color banging still. Really? It's still color. Yes, yes. I'm talking. I'm talking 2015 and up. It was still color banging. So when I walk around my red fitted, my red shirt and all that flamed up, as we call it, it wasn't on some gangster. It was just all on the. That's not the color I like. I like that color. But everybody knew who I was. They knew, oh, you're New York, New York, New York. That's how he looked at it, New York, New York. He not from here. But even though I'm not from here, I know what's going on here. I'm not participating in nothing with y'all. What the fuck is going? You know what's crazy, bro? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And once again, the ones that's actively game bringing up there was the youth. You you want to know so funny about being a New Yorker? It's almost like a gift or a curse. Because if you go certain places, they were like, oh, he's from New York. Oh, we ain't going to mess with him. Then you go other places like, oh, he's from New York, or we gonna test him. You know what it is also, bro? When like study like certain colors, right? Especially up there, like I said, everybody knows I was from New York, flamed up, whatever the case may be. They didn't know if I was a member or just wearing the colors, or if I was a member who had higher status. Because most of the time, New York is now on the east coast of things, or is uh is considered of the motherland. Of mm-hmm. bloods, of UVM, whatever you want to call it. So a lot of people have to answer to New York. So if they, they see I'm from New York, they see how I'm moving. They see, and I, I could say I won't have to say anything. They be on some like, ah, oh, he might have to say so. But it's not like that though. It's not like that. Trust me. If I was actually gang I wouldn't even want no power. Why? Because in fact, these little bastards out here is bugging. Like think about it right now, bro. Like, like I know you watch everybody watch the news. When you when you see anything about the youth, is there anything good? I mean, when you watch news, is there anything ever really good? Period. So, sometimes you'll hear about kids doing basketball, you know, charities and all that. Nowadays, guess so. When I watch the news, I'm either seeing the youth literally to my shot, like I just said, stab, like I said. Um, I see them think about the school. I see them robbing somebody. I see them doing dumb shit on social media. I see nothing to have me like, yo, this is what's up. I'm glad y'all doing this. But then you have people also like, yo, if you feel some way about the youth not doing it, why don't you do it? Let me say something to y'all. You know how hard it is to get these these kids to try to do something these days? More jobs is hiring, but you wouldn't know that because a lot of these little these little kids, these youth, don't want jobs. They rather easy money. It's easy to get weed now. It's easy to get crack, coke, whatever you want to call it now, than it was back in the day. Why? Because like like Ralph said earlier, you have the big homie who will quick throw it in their hands and make it easy for himself. Mm-hmm. And ma- imagine a little dude, a, a little dude coming up to you and like, "Yo, bro, I'm trying to make some money to stand the third. I see you got it. Ah, right, yeah, kid, cool. Take this G pack." In his mind, he go ahead. Oh, I'm hustling the G pack. I'm about to get this money. You're not getting this money because out of that G pack, you're only getting a hundred dollars. But guess what? You taking all the risk to give this man nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But in his mind, he's not seeing that. He's seeing he's hustling. He's in the streets. He's under somebody. He's gonna build his power up. He's getting his wealth up. He's blinded. He's not blinded by 
He's not seeing the hundred dollars he about to make off the risk. He's saying he's making a thousand dollars to get his notoriety up, so he knows he's gonna make more money. The faster I move this G pack, he's gonna give me another one. And guess what? Now I made this much money. He's thinking I made two stacks. Out of two stacks, you made two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so this that's the issue with them. He's misguided by the money and the potential power. Some misguided, some are misguided by the gun. Like I said, money, power, gun. That's it. It's not even about it's like the gangs not even misguided no more. And I'm not trying to try to take up for gangs because yes, they definitely do stupid shit. But it's not even about the gangs no more. Everything is clicks and crews. But like I said, when when things are so easily given, this is what's gonna take them. And trust me, how many homes become broken over that? Because simple fact now is you become broken in the, in in what you're doing. Any little faith anybody had in you now is completely broken. Now you might somebody and you might have been something in somebody's eyes and you look into that person. Now that person wanna deal with you. Guess what? Now your little feelings now your little feelings is hurt. Now your heart's a little broken. And guess what? Now it's gonna be a continuous thing, continuous cycle. And now and now that's when you sit back and try to justify why the streets love you more than your own family do. And honestly, a lot of them think about that, bro. A lot of a lot of them think, you know what I mean? These 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 people wake up and that's the first thing they can't wait to do. Shower, eat, shower, boom, hit the streets to get up with their guys, get up with their clicks and crews. Because that's what they honestly, that's what they all feel accepted at because they all are they're part of something, they all feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You can't have you can't have sit down with these kids nowadays, like yo, why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing that? They're not trying to hear that. They don't have these scared straight shit no more. That shit don't matter to them. Why? Because when they get inside the jails, guess what? Mm-hmm. Who's in there? They set they 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 gang is in there. They set this in there. Mm-hmm. One of their big homies in there, but they don't understand this shit too. Guess what? Hey, now you gotta put in more work. Oh, we know you in the street, but now nah, we don't know you in here. You got five, you might go there for three years, but you might come across a big homie who you under. Yo, listen, man. See that dude right there? I don't like him. Yo, go gun them out. Don't gun that. Go gun them down. I already told y'all what that mean. Go gun them down. And guess what? You doing the work he didn't want to do. Yep. And guess what? Now your three years just turned to twenty five years because you just you was misguided doing some dumb shit that somebody else wanted you to do. And it's a sad world that we live in. This is this is the real world that we live in. That it are, are now what I say are they are they far gone? No. They're not far gone, but some is at a some is at a, a, a crossroads where they can't go back. Yeah, you're right. Shout out to my cousin. I love my cousin death. Right now he's locked up. He's he's one of those. He put it, he he did enough things, you know, but he can't go back. And he accepted that shit. He accepted that. He he he, he accepted his role. If you accept your role, good good heart too. Good, good heart. He probably he still came a product of his, his environment. My my cousin, I could legitly sit here and say, my cousin was um, broken, and I'm not gonna say he was misguided. He was misguided to a certain extent. He was his loyalty misguided him because mm-hmm. look where it got him. Oh, somebody he you know who guided him there and turned around and said, "Judge, he did it. It was him." That's crazy. Yo, bro, you have no idea. You have no idea. All I can say is Sensible. Sensible's got 26 years and said, wait, hold on. They got what? They got what? They got what? Nah, hold on. Let me talk to the judge. Let me, let me talk to you. Let me talk to the feds and everybody I need to talk to. Him, 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 him. Wow. Yeah. And that's another thing they don't know about. Snitching. Betrayal. There's no honor amongst thieves. There's no honor amongst gang gangs, because simple fact, especially on the east, especially East Coast gangs, because East Coast gangs have ranks. And if somebody wants your rank, guess what? They're gonna try to get it by any means necessary. And no especially they, especially if they feel you don't deserve it. This is why if you ever speak to an old an older gang member who was actually a leader, they'll tell you, they'll be like, yo, you still active? They'll tell you, nope. Cause some of them will dead ass tell you. 
I'm in a position they might they might want one day, and they're gonna get it hot. And if I don't get out the way, they're gonna move me. But like I said, this could have been a two-hour conversation because this is so much that we can cover with them, and maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about them later, later edition, or maybe we might catch us during the week. You know, I'm just saying, you might we might do some things. Never know. Catch us on IG, man. Like I said, IG IG page definitely about to be popping because it's about to be a lot of um. A lot of what's that called? The encore shit. You might get encore videos from me, Riles, whatever, just talking about shit that we talked to today. So follow the IG page. You know, the revamp IG page is definitely coming. So fuck with us. I, I couldn't have said it better than, than that. So <laughs> with that being said, man, everybody, thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to everybody in the comment section tonight. Um, thanks to Don for always holding us down. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next Wait, week. Before, Have we, a, before, oh, before we before oh. we go, yo, um, praise out to Turkey, man. Turkey and Syria. Um, they had an earthquake last week that killed almost fifty thousand people. And I just read this morning they had another six point three earthquake that you know, they don't know what devastation that caused as well. So, you know, I don't know what's going on in the world, but you know, prayers out to them, to their families. Absolutely. Praise out, praise out to everybody that's going through something, you know, whether it's health personal anything just praise out to y'all and you know sometimes y'all gotta sit down and talk to the, talk to the man above me he'll give you the guy that need and, and i can't say nothing else better than that again there you go <laughs> preacher blacko with the words of with the words of encouragement before we go off the show so you know, i try i try maybe next week i come with the preacher shirt on you never know <laughs> you know so with that being said everybody everybody have a good night and we'll see you guys next week good night auntie good night y'all good night